Hello friend, Phil Catley here. Today I wanted to talk about a book that had a profound impact on me when I first read it. It's written by Viktor Frankl and it's called Man's Search for Meaning. There are a few books that have had such an impact on me and I've written of some of them on my WordPress blog uh, under Catley Learning. This is one of them. Viktor Frankl wrote Man's Search for Meaning in 1946, after he was released from the Auschwitz concentration camp. You might guess that Viktor Frankl was a Jew, and he was in World War II in Germany, where he was arrested and interred in the Auschwitz camp. The first half of the book describes his experiences as an inmate in the camp. The second half describes the psychotherapeutic method he created from those experiences. He called it logotherapy. You might also guess that Viktor Frankl was a psychologist. Frankl realised that those who could find a purpose in their life and in their suffering became more self-empowered. And amongst the horrors of the concentration camps, their more positive outlook reflected and affected their longevity. Essentially, man can bear any suffering and hardship if he can find a meaning in it. But without meaning, the will to survive suffers, and the will to live is squashed. Defeat ensues. So similar to the subsequent Kubler-Ross grief curve theory, Franklin described the stages of a reaction to the circumstances of incarceration and suffering. For him, there were three distinct phases. The first was shock upon entering the camp. I'm sure the shock actually ensued long before entering the camp. There's the process of hiding from your oppressors, being caught, being arrested, <clears throat> and then being transported. Throughout that period, I'm sure shock set in, but it was actually entering the camp that led to the shock. The second phase comes after you've become familiar with the camp. The daily routine of life sets in, and the prisoner cares only for their own existence and perhaps the survival of a few of their friends. That phase is the apathy phase. The third phase is when bitterness, hatred and disillusionment sets in if the prisoner survives and is liberated. Many of them uh, died during the apathy phase and didn't reach the third phase. It's at the third phase of bitterness and hatred where you have a choice about how the rest of your life will pan out. Frankel came to the conclusion that life has meaning in the everyday tasks we perform, even in the hardship, suffering and death of a concentration camp. We can find meaning in the everyday actions of our normal life, even as we suffer and die. Frankel felt that for everyone who is suffering, there is someone looking down, a friend, a family member or a god whom we must not disappoint. It's to them that we must look for our own salvation, and sometimes they give us the purpose to carry on. More fundamentally, our freedom to choose our own response to our suffering ultimately liberates us from our captives. While our inner spiritual self has hope, we can survive, but when we lose hope, we will not. And it's how we choose to react to the everyday actions of life that either empower us or leave us as hopeless and doomed. You might read that in management books, modern theories about locus of control. People who have their locus of control 
within themselves and believe that they can control what happens to them are much more biased towards action and are much more positive and thrive because they feel that there is something they can do about their circumstances. Whether there is or not is immaterial. They feel that they are in control and they live their lives in such a way. A man can live in happiness once he realises that he alone can control his response to his environment and any suffering and hardship that it brings to bear. Then he, ho then he knows that he has nothing left to fear except his God. And for many of us, God is a different thing. Frankel found his meaning in life in the ashes of the death camps, and that meaning was for him to help others find their meaning. This should hold true for anyone who finds their meaning, for they should come to the same conclusion and help others. As a caution, Frankel did identify that there are two races of men, the decent and the indecent. The later, the indecent, being the cruel, sadistic prison guards who took pleasure in torturing and killing. The indecent also find their meaning in life, and unfortunately, it's not pleasant for the rest of us. But that's humanity. Humanity is good and evil. Our old fables that start with the Bible, of Adam and Eve and the serpent, they start with good and evil, God and the devil. Our lives are not so simple as to be divided into easily identified good and evil people. You will find evil amongst apparently good people and you will find good amongst apparently evil people. Don't look at life as black and white like that. But look to yourself. Look to yourself to ensure that you have values and that you live according to principles that are decent and good. I would urge you to read this book. It's not a difficult read. As I've said, the first part takes you through the horrors of the concentration camp. The second part talks about how Frankel took the learnings from his experiences in that camp and used it to help others overcome hardship and to take more control of their lives. And from the evil came the good. Please read it and see what you make of it. Thank you. I'm Phil Catley. I'll be back soon with another summary of a book. Goodbye.